This podcast is dedicated to the memory of David Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, Darlene Farron, Cecilia Shepard, and Paul Stein, and to Michael Mejot and Brian Hartnell. This is Zodiac Speaking, a classic gunpoint Jamming podcast. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. Welcome to Zodiac Speaking. I am Chris Garcia. And I haven't done an episode on the newest suspect for a bunch of reasons. But the new name that seems to be very popular over the past few months is Paul Dorr. Full name, Paul Alfred Dorr. Now, there's a whole backstory here that is fascinating. And I believe Dorr had been mentioned in the past, but never, like, seriously. Was not a big suspect. But there were a couple of things lately, notably the accusations of Jared Kobach, a name that is pretty familiar if you've been around the Zodiac world for a while. The whole book How to Find Zodiac is, eh, it's okay. I understand where they're coming from. But it was really the involvement of Gloria Dorr, who was Paul Dorr's daughter. And that's where it gets really interesting, because the thought was that she probably had a defamation or libel case against them, because, frankly, there's no good evidence. Now, of course, we had, in 2021, Case Breakers, a group which I actually have some respect for the individuals involved with, though their recent statements on D.B. Cooper and even Zodiac, though I do think that Gary Francis Post may have committed the murder in Riverside of Sherry Jo Bate. But I also don't think, and the Riverside police agrees with me, that it is not a Zodiac crime. The thing is, Kobach as a writer wrote run really, really good book. I hate the internet. It's a really, really fun novel. It really is. But sort of the crime work that they've done, uh, it's just not great. But what's fascinating is that he claims to have sort of stumbled upon Dorr as a suspect, which, you know, it's not hard. But there's an interesting note that I find very, very interesting. Now, Kobeck went through the letters and was going through things like the Mikado, the most dangerous game, all the things that were sort of attached to Zodiac peripherally. I mean, Zodiac sort of mentioned it in some of the letters, but again, the letters are not 100% Zodiac with the exception of the one with the shirt, though there's a lot more there to be sussed out, of course. Now, what's funny is that Paul Dorr was a part of fandom, just like me, just like my dad was at the time. And while I haven't been able to find an exact list yet, it would not have surprised me to see that they attended the 1968 Worldcon, which my dad went to. It was in Berkeley at the Claremont. It's one of the most important Worldcons in history because it really did change the way Worldcon sort of behaved. Most notably, it was the introduction of the Society for Creative Anachronism. But here's why that is important. So Dick Geik, Richard Geikowski, also had friends of a sort in fandom at that time. It's a natural, honestly, because Geikowski was in the underground journalism world, which at times butted up against the zine world as well as the underground comics world. And while some of the figures that would have been known in that area, likely may have only known as sort of a passing face. Certainly some did, and I've been trying to collect fanzines from the 19, late 1960s from San Francisco to sort of get that ball rolling. There's a group called the Little Men uh, Marching Chowder and Something Society that was out of San Francisco and Berkeley, the peninsula. 
and trying to get the idea of what the connections were. I know he was connected to a couple of very significant fans, and I 100% believe was familiar with the Andersons, Paul and Karen Anderson. Though, to what degree, I don't know. I've just seen one semi-sort of reference to their work in the writing of Richard Gajkowski. There are a lot of people that can be talked about here. But it's interesting because Kobach found a fanzine called Tightbeam. Now, Tightbeam is the letter zine. It's responses to the other fanzines that the National Fan Federation, the NFF, National Fantasy Fan Federation, N3F, yes, of which I was a president back in about 2007, and edited an issue of Typebeam once, and that Dorr had actually written a letter criticizing the Postal Service and suggesting that, as the Los Angeles Magazine article notes, uh, citizens fight back by addressing their letters with one-cent stamps. And Kobeck thought, hot damn! Mel Belli's letter came with six one-cent stamps. My slight connection to Mel Belli, I met him a few times when I was a kid. Very, very nice man. Very funny. But he also knew a lot of people in the science fiction community. Most notably... B. Joe and John Trimble. Now, those two are important because they were the world's leading Star Trek fan. And famously, B. Joe wrote the Star Trek Concordance, which was the definitive source at the initial beginning. Sadly, they're both still around, but I haven't been able to talk to them to see if they knew Belli well or if they knew Dor. They were around the Bay Area, but I think they were already in L.A. at this point. But they definitely would have had friends in Bay Area fandom. Now, where it gets really interesting is that Dor himself published fanzines, notably Habitalia. Now, he worked a lot within the world of The Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, all the books by J.R.R. Tolkien. That was a massive, sprawling group of people in the 1960s, which also means he likely knew of the working and was probably a member of the Mythopoeic Society, which still exists today, and still exists with a number of the original members still alive. One person very much involved in that community was a guy named George Michael, who was deeply involved at Lawrence Livermore Labs, and I believe he ran the lab at some point, later in the, the term, but was a wonderful human being. I got to know him at the Computer History Museum before he died, I believe around 2005, but was deeply interested in Tolkien and deeply read of reference work on him. Almost certainly would have been aware of Dor. But there's a lot of interesting forms that happen within the analysis of his zine. In particular, his use of fictional runic languages and for creating, quote again from the Los Angeles magazine article, Codes and Ciphers. Of course, he also used a strange spelling of cipher that was apparently out. Here's why I think this connection is, if not merely tenuous, but interesting to dig into. In Habitalia Volume 2, according to Los Angeles Magazine, Dor expressed enthusiasm for the Society for Creative Anachronism. It's a group which does reenactment of medieval time that was very strong in the Bay Area at that point. It was the strongest location in the world, honestly, it was sort of the genesis point. And a fascinating aspect of that was that in the area, one of the early Renaissance fairs, and I need to figure out which one it was in 1969, it probably was the Renaissance Pleasure Fair, uh, what would eventually be at Black Point and one of the more important uh, Ren fairs in history, honestly, was happening the same day and in the same area. So you can kind of put him in that realm, though Ren fair and SCA, those diagrams ven pretty heavy, but they're not 
one circle. Kobeck looked at a lot of stuff in the zines, uh, one of which Pioneer, which focused on survivalism. Um, it seems like everyone who was interested in survivalism in the late 1960s in the Bay Area has been a suspect at one point or another. He was pretty involved, but I don't see the literary analysis being that significant here. But I think the connections are. If Dorr was familiar with people in fandom, and in particular, his sort of seeming at least mild anger towards government groups, it seems like it's something there, though blown out of proportion, that would have made him and Gajkowski at least somewhat simpatico. Which then speaks to my idea that it is possible that Zodiac was two people. One who committed the first two and potentially three murders, the other who committed the final in San Francisco. And I've said that if any of the known suspects were writing the letters, it would be Dick Gajkowski. Gloria Dora eventually actually came around, and she said, while she's not convinced, he did do his due diligence in searching through the name. And it was 2018 when Dora died. But this sentence alone is very interesting from the Los Angeles Magazine article. He was at once a conservationist and a libertarian, a Renaissance Fair regular and a member of the far-right nativist militia. He spent years on Mare Island doing the mind-numbing work of a naval documents clerk, but he wasn't exactly shy. In his ledgered hours, he seemed to be equally at home playing D&D with fantasy nerds and swapping firearms with Hell's Angels. He openly promoted polygamy, but stuck it out for decades in a loveless marriage. He also tutored his daughter in cryptography, which, okay, maybe. Maybe that's a neat little coincidence. But of all the recent suspects, Dor is the most interesting. At least to me, because there are so many connections with people, places, and groups that I've been a part of, that I've known about. There are still members of Bay Area fandom in the 1960s who are alive and well. One of them, a gentleman by the name of Mike Ward, is a buddy of mine. He was there in the 60s. I know dozens of people who are at the 68 Worldcon. Sadly, that number is dwindling. I know people who were at Ren Fairs dating back to the early 70s, at least. And some who were there in the 60s, though again, that number is very small now. Paul Doerr is a fascinating suspect. But there is no connections to the murder that anyone has been able to suss out. Which doesn't mean he didn't do them, but it certainly makes it harder to believe that he did. Thanks for listening to Zodiac Speaking. I'm Chris Garcia. I'm not sure when the next episode is going to be, but it's going to look at... We're going to start the next and strangely potentially the final phase of this is the out there. The grand conspiracies that have popped up that are just weird. And it's going to take a very different tone than this. So I hope you'll stay tuned.